Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So Willie Taggart leaves Oregon, goes to Florida State after the Jimbo Fisher departure. And these are the ones that really fascinate me in college football. Because you just had a big announcement a year ago. You just had your guy, right? Everything was great. I'm going to be here. I'm going to stay here. What? It's a great job. All the facilities. We found someone who's not going to leave. All of these things that you had with Willie Taggart at Oregon. And all of a sudden, boom, he's gone like that. Because at least you think about Oregon. Wasn't that long ago that me and you were watching them play in a national championship game together at Jerry World. Yeah. And now they can't even keep a coach past a year that's on the hot list of coaches to take over certain jobs. So, I, you know, coaches could do whatever they want. And I don't tend to blame these guys. I think that the way that they leave and yeah. how they talk to their players and those things matter to me. But if they want to leave for a better job, they want to go somewhere else, they're allowed to do so, do it with class. It's fine by me. But if you're Oregon, that's more interesting. Florida State, they got their guy. They talked to the guy. They got their guy. Yeah. If you're Oregon, what the hell are you thinking well, this you, morning? You, you're thinking that extenuating circumstances, and, and that's what occurred here. Uh, Willie Taggart's from Florida, and, and I'm sure uh, their AD there, Mullins, he had to have known, uh, Rob Mullins had to have known that Willie Taggart, almost to the, uh, to the day when he hired him a year ago, uh, was going to be of interest to these Florida schools, whether it was UCF, whether it was uh, Florida State, when there there were openings uh, there. And so Willie Taggart gets to go back to his home state. He's from Bradenton, Florida, of course, coached at USF. And, and now he gets to go back and be close to, to family. He just lost his father uh, back in August, and uh, he, he yearned to be back. Uh, in Florida, even though he was having a great time, he was very supportive. Everyone was very supportive there at, at Oregon. Uh, he, he yearned to go back home, and, and, but not just for any job, for the right job. And I think this is the right job. And we're seeing today in big-time college football, especially with essentially one dude uh, ruling the roost as far as uh, representing these these uh, coaches, Jimmy Sexton, uh, he, he's just playing one school up against another and getting all his clients these great jobs. And if his clients are being fired, uh, they're getting paid handsomely uh, to leave. Uh, and, and so here's another one that that's moving, and it, I think it's going to be an excellent hire for Florida State. Uh, Willie Taggart, uh, we saw what he did there at USF, turning that around prior to that. Uh, Western uh, Kentucky uh, he turned the Hilltoppers around. They had won two ball games before he stepped on campus, and last couple of years he was there. They had won 14, and, and, and USF – uh, 11 wins. He was there for 10 of them uh, before he went to Oregon. And, and now he takes over at, at Florida State. And he's a heck of a recruiter. 
well-renowned for his, his prowess there. Uh, so And knows that state. He had seven kids that were going up to Oregon this uh, this year, and they hadn't had three in the last five or six years. And, and they had probably one of their best recruiting cl- – it wasn't probably. They were having one of their best recruiting uh, classes this season because of Willie Taggart. Do you blame Oregon at all for not seeing this coming? Because if he's got that strong a ties to that area and you had multiple openings at big-time places this year in Florida, like you, you had multiple ones. So if, if you're Oregon, you're thinking, okay, I mean, there's turnover in this game a million times. If he's got such strong ties and wants to be there so desperately, is this something that we need to think about of him being here for the long term. One, which school would he go back to in Florida? You have the, the three big ones, Miami. Uh, Mark Rick just got there. He wasn't going anywhere. Uh, Florida, Jim McElwain, he's been there, what, three years? Uh, two, three years? He wasn't going anywhere. Well, he But he did, though. I understand that, but we're talking about a year ago. Okay. We're talking December 2016. They look like they're going to be there forever. They're entrenched but in those you programs. you know better than anybody that things change like that Jimbo in Fisher, he football. brings a national title to Florida State. You're not thinking any of those programs are going to have an opening. Yeah. Florida, Mark Rick has just been, this is his second season. All right, that, but that's the only Jim one. Jim McElwain, he's got back-to-back uh, trips to the SEC championship game. You didn't think it, they were going to fall apart this season. But if there's anything more, you didn't think there were going to be photos of him dry humping a shark. <laughs> was, Did you? More you like could force you. You envisioned that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think that you need to know though how shaky the ground is. I understand it. Why do you think they they tried to extend him? They offered him a twenty million dollar extension a month or so ago, and of course he didn't sign it. Because now you're seeing how shaky the ground is, and I'm sure his agent saying, "Listen, just just hold off on that because some other things may arise, and then you may be heading back home." Yeah. So I, I think it's it's hard for Rob Mullins and, and the folks there uh, at, at Oregon to. It was difficult for them to envision that all you know any of those jobs would come open. Jimbo Fisher leaving Florida State. No, you didn't think that was going to occur. No one thought that would happen. Until last week, up until last week, no one thought Jimbo Fisher was leaving. Yeah, well, but he did, and Jim McElwain was fired, and yes, the Miami situation is what it is, but I think that when you know the landscape of college football, how quickly things change in it, and you're hiring someone across the country, you can't get farther than those two places. And you're thinking, all right, what if it doesn't happen this year? What if it happens but in a couple of years? The, but it, okay, maybe a couple. I mean, of you years, got a guy who's three. tethered to Florida. You're telling me, okay? Why'd you even hire him? Okay, well, that's why you offered him an extension. You give him incentive to stay put. Mm. Twenty million dollars. That would didn't stay work. Put. Didn't work. Mark Trout, Eric Spitz, twenty <laughs> mil. Yeah, I'm staying put. Right. <laughs> sure. I, 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 but I, money. I, but you know how that works. When it's when home is home, money doesn't mean anything. So well, he's still getting paid. What he's is still it, getting seven? right. He's getting paid, but he could probably right. Yeah, if you can go home and and, and you you like the quality of life there, and you can be closer to family. Yes, uh, that would uh, that would that would move the needle, and, and that would be a deal breaker. Even if they're offering you that much cash, sometimes being close to home is not that good. So. I'd probably, yeah. want, I'd probably want to be 3,000 miles away. Well, it depends. I guess yeah. everybody's situation right. is different. But, yeah. you know, I, but I, I just, as I said, he just lost his father this past August, and, and so uh, getting closer to, to the folks is uh, ideal for him. 
Yeah, and, and that's probably something that's in his mind. Like, yeah, I wasn't around for this particular thing. I'd like to be around for some of these other things, and it's it's easier on him mentally, and, and uh, I don't blame him for that. I just think about if someone is, is that tied to a particular place that's that far away, it would give me pause. And I don't yeah. know, maybe they asked those questions. Maybe they did. And they said, okay, hey, listen, we, we know things change very quickly in the coaching world in college football. What if this, this, and this job open up in Florida? You, you stick it around here. Hey, can we trust you? And he might have said yes. I don't know. Yeah. But it just one Man, year. You're nowhere. The, it nowhere. Just, it's, a, it's amazing to me that, that a guy after one year there at Oregon with those facilities and everything right there at your fingertips would – would be the, I mean I wonder how tough a decision it was for him I really do I'd like to I'd love to hear candidly uh how that whole thing went down maybe he had a bad experience I don't know maybe no, there were certain things there everything was great there were I haven't read anything or heard anything about there being a bad experience they were there you know it started off poorly because you had these reports of the the physical and mental training that was going on there and you had a couple of players that had to be hospitalized and these were guys who were on the periphery anyway and talking to their former coach Mark Helfer like, yeah when I heard the names of who were complaining I, I you know consider the source so, you know, he got past that with his strength and conditioning program, and they were having a pretty good season. They lost their their their, their quarterback, uh, Justin Herbert, and, and, and then they had a, a little slide there in the middle of the season, and then when they got him back, things uh, were on the uptick. So uh, he had all the support he needed. He had great facilities, and, and, there, and there was nothing to complain about for Willie Taggart and his staff there at Oregon. They gave him everything he needed, and, and now – they're in the hunt for a new coach, and we'll see who they pluck. Kevin Sumlin's name has come up, of course, the former Texas A&M uh, head coach, and uh, maybe he's in the running. There's another reason why Bill Moose there at Nebraska, their new off, uh, athletic director, wanted to lock up Scott Frost because his ties to the Oregon program. Remember, he was OC there for Helfrick before he took the UCF job. What's a better job out of those two? I would say Oregon, but if the same situation as Taggart. Mama calls. You know, state of Florida call for Taggart. Scott Frost is from Nebraska, born there, played there, of course, won a national championship uh, there. So Mama called, and in his mind, that's the better job. Mike Leach is the new name that is tied to every single opening now. It's just amazing how I knew he wouldn't he wasn't going to go to to Tennessee. They ain't want Mike Leach. That doesn't play around there. In what way? What do you mean? Because uh, he's too quirky for those folks, and and they'll not saying they they got their noses in the air, but uh, that just doesn't play everywhere. To play in, in Pullman, to play in Lubbock, Texas, until it didn't. It's just not good. that. That's not a good look for some of those programs. Will it play at Oregon? No, it will not play at Oregon. No. Either. Do you think that that would be a bad hire for them? I, I would probably work as a football coach, but the personality. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm, I don't think that. that in would what go. way it would turn off boosters in yes, the sense that yeah. they wouldn't want to contribute? Even if, but if they win, you say it works in well, football. It, it, they win, they're not going to care. But yeah, but there's still a lot of this is personality driven, and they don't want that type of personality there. I don't think he would be in the running for that job. Well, of course, his name has surfaced. Yeah. Also, Mario Cristobal, whose name has been out there a lot with yeah. certain jobs. He's going to hang on and be the interim coach at Oregon, and Jim Levert apparently is going to – the defensive coordinator is going to go with uh, with Willie Taggart uh, to Florida State. 
<laughs> they didn't have some problems there that Jim Levitt. He has some problems at USF, some players complaining, but he has resurrected his. Well, I'm uh, talking about like, like defensively. Like there wasn't there a stretch there where he was giving Florida up State? his. No, his defensive, his, his problems, like they, they were terrible defensively. At for, USF? No, 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 but at Oregon. Oh, at Oregon. Now, actually, they played well early on. He played a ton of uh, young guys. And in secondary, they were having some problems. But as I said, when they lost that quarterback, that they really hit a wall. And, and you're down the stretch defensively, uh, not so well. Sumlin, Lane Kiffin, Jim McElwain, T. Martin, all guys that our buddy Barrett Salee has mm. thrown into a column on CBSSports.com. So he has number one out of all of them, Mike Leach. That's what he has at number one. Number two, Mario Cristobal, Sumlin, three. And, of course, T. Martin, six. So hmm. Nobody likes T. Martin. Nobody. You. <laughs> You're the only guy in the world who likes T. Martin. It's amazing. What did he do to everybody? I have no idea. What did you do, T? Come on, come clean. Well, maybe he can get that South Alabama job that everybody wants him to get. <laughs> right? Everybody says that same thing. We had, like, three guests say the same thing. Well, maybe he can be a coach at South yeah, Alabama. Yeah, I mean, maybe he can be a coordinator somewhere else i mean <laughs> yeah you know, i mean josh hypo has no head coaching experience but he just got the ucf job you well know, i um, think he's gonna end up getting the tennessee job who hypo no 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 oh, no 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 no, oh, no t Martin. well uh, reports that they he and phil fulmer a coach he played for had a very lengthy and positive conversation no yeah it was very positive nothing Le- negative le- was said. lengthy yeah so Ooh. it wasn't a short it was, positive it was conversation 12 and a half minutes oh get out of here i don't know <laughs> Almost 13 minutes? That's incredible. Yeah, well, I bet you he ends up at Tennessee. And well, 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 T, if we extend your the driveway named after you and make it a It's parkway, actually now it's just a parking spot. It's, just a, no, it's a single parking oh, it's spot single for him if he ever wants to come back. That's what it is. If we extend the parking spot, will you take less money? Oh, this is going to be a perfect question oh, for Brian. Why is it perfect for me? Oh, read the topic. And you're well-versed in this topic. Yeah, but you're better at it. You went to North Belport. Yeah, I know, but you're way better you at it. You drank Hennessy. Well, I did. I did, my brothers. Pet. Tyler in Oregon wants to talk about the racial side of Oregon football. So, Tyler, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, man? Morning, guys. Hey. Big cloud looming over us this morning. Oh, no head coach. <sighs> so... <laughs> The, the the thought is Oregon's kind of a white state. There's not a lot of black people here, you know? <laughs> and with a young coach like Taggart, I mean, we loved him. Didn't hate to see him go, but what do you guys think about getting the young African-American up-and-coming coaches in a state where, I mean, his family just didn't want to be here, I don't think. I mean, there's just, it, it it's too, it, it's not diverse enough mm-hmm. for so you think, Tyler, if even with ties to Florida, if Oregon was more diverse, Willie Taggart would have stayed, do you think? I think it had a lot to play into it, and, and which is why I'm concerned about someone, um, just the fact that that it, he may not be comfortable here. Well, Sumlin's wife is, is, is Caucasian. Let's be honest. 
We don't say that anymore, Caucasian. What would you say? We white? Say, yeah, white. You just white? Yeah. Oh, okay, my or, bad. Uh, or uh, uh, crack-ass cracker. <laughs> Something <laughs> white with crack-ass cracker. Don't say that about her. Don't say that about her. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, what am I supposed to say? I'm allowed to say it. You're not allowed to say it. You can say crack-ass cracker, but I can't. That's that's the way that works. Oh, okay. So what is Coach It's reciprocal. All right, all right. So Sumner's wife is a white woman. Oh, you can say white woman. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Uh, but yep. You just said crack ass crack. Which <laughs> well, one isn't it? Well, it depends. Tyler, what do you say? Do <laughs> you say Caucasian? you say white woman? No, you say crack white. ass cracker? White. White. It's white. white. Nobody says Caucasian. Just, just says white. Caucas- You're not white. Look at your skin. Caucasian. This is white. Caucasian. This is white. Caucasian's like Negro. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah, it is. Okay, how about a wasp? White no. Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Well, I don't know that. Oh, okay. Just go with white. Just go. But Just this like is you white. Said, go with black. You're not white. Look at this. Look at this sheet of paper. This is white. Okay. And look at you. Well, there's some. You're not white. You're colored. <laughs> you guys are the real colored ones. Can I claim that on my taxes? Yes. <laughs> That's not gonna help on your taxes. <laughs> Yo, How does that help? Uh, I don't know. Okay, Tyler. See what you started. <laughs> I think it's a valid question. I mean. <laughs> No, you know what? Really? No, it is. This, it is. Is, this is a great question, and the lack of diversity, I don't know if that plays a part into it. You go to a lot of these college towns, uh, there's not a whole bunch of diversity, but do you not think there were, there were black coaches that wanted to be in the in the running for the job at Arkansas, in the job at Mississippi State? Now, those aren't beacons of uh, diversity. Uh, mm-hmm. There are a ton of towns like that. Uh, so uh, I understand that, you know, going to Tallahassee, you, you, you have Florida State, of course, and, and you have FAMU that's right there. So a huge black community uh, there in, in Tallahassee. Uh, and, and, and I don't that wouldn't be a deterrent for me <laughs> at Oregon. It would not. Yeah. Uh, I'm here to coach football. And I'm going to have a team that's 65, 70% black. And, and so, uh, you know, that gives me a little diversity. But Portland, how about Portland? I think Portland's a little bit more diverse, of course, than Eugene, isn't it? Yeah, much. Yeah. Much more. Hey, Tyler, I mean, who do you want so, to be the coach? Who do I want to be the yeah. coach? <laughs> a brother. I just, I want someone that's going to come in and stay. And, yeah. and you know, rather, I, we, I think, I mean, personally, I would rather have kids that want to you know be there want to work hard yeah want to have an education well, give me a name i mean you, listen you're you're a sports fan we all know how this goes you've been seeing the names out there give me the name that you would be most happy with yeah, probably probably ken Sutherland. yeah okay. now jim tefford's name has been mentioned of course he was a former cow coach fired he's he's come back in a big way at fresno state uh would you be interested in jim tefford i'm I'm actually uh, Jeff Tefford. I'm Jeff sorry, Tefford, I called him Jeff. Right? Yeah, Jeff Tefford. I'm 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 more opposed to the whole. Tedford's been at California. He mm-hmm. was. I mean, he was an offensive coordinator at Oregon for a long, long time ago. I'm, I'm more opposed to having coaches in the same conference swapping around, being mm-hmm. around the same area, rather having new blood come in. So, gotcha. I mean, not really a Tedford guy. Cool. All right, Tyler. Thanks, Tyler. Something Thanks. I just realized. I think Tyler was making a joke about Mikey B when he said there's a real fog over Oregon right now because we don't oh, have a coach. I think he was doing that. I yeah, did. Yeah. I just thought of that. Yeah. That's funny. I'm sorry mm. that went over my head at it first. It did. There, Tyler. Yeah. I mean, we got it all wrapped up into the racial, right. you know, 
jargon, right. if you will. So yes, I, no, I, I, thanks for educating me. I, I wasn't yeah, we don't, aware we don't like we're I a, didn't know Caucasian was like a Negro. We're we're off a of Caucasian now. Yeah. We're off of that. Huh. Yeah. Everybody but, agree with that? Everybody we're off a no, of Caucasian. Yeah, I feel uncomfortable. Yeah, here. yeah. You uh, Caucasian off wasp. Of Caucasian, you're off a of Caucasian. None of that. Yeah. None right. of that. No wasps too, no good. No no wasps. No, 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 no. Uh, no. But, but cracker had cracker, you can no, say. No, that was a joke. Oh, you were joking. Yeah, see, a, yeah, I don't know a, when you're joking. That was <laughs> I thought it was pretty obvious, but no. I don't know. I, I just, was gonna go with it. I was gonna run I was gonna run out <laughs> in the hallway and say, What's oh. happening, co workers? You got <laughs> well, in that case, I wasn't kidding. Oh, Go okay. ahead and do that. See right. <laughs> HR's not here yet. Well, you? No. <laughs> Have you seen, by the way, speaking of like employees here and stuff, have you seen what they've done to sales next door here, like right over yeah. in that? There was a guy who was talking to a sales guy yesterday. He described it perfectly. He said it looks like a Bangladesh call center. <laughs> I mean, yeah. what they've done yeah. in there, it is just a giant yeah. room. With yep. a gazillion cubicles yep. and a bunch of people just sitting there on the phone. <laughs> I, it is scary over there, man. Like, it is really scary. Oh, I don't want to ever be in sales. Maybe anything. we can get the proper help now when we call customer service, right? Yeah, right. Uh, coming up next, what if our security guard and friend, Coop, got a head coaching mm. job in college football? What would that sound like? Coming right back. Hey, you may or may not be an athlete, but I still know that pain or anybody... Having pain is a real bummer, regardless of your vocation or age. Know this. Relief Factor is not just for athletes or retired athletes like me. Brian Jones here for the first time ever. I'm endorsing a pain reliever that is 100% drug-free. For the first time ever, ever, I'm endorsing a pain reliever, period. But I love the fact that it's 100% drug-free. That's so important to me, and I know it is to you. And no, just because I'm a retired football player with aches, pains that, quite frankly, I deserve because what I put my body through doesn't mean you can't lower or even eliminate your pain as well. Back pain, neck pain, shoulder, hip, knee, or foot pain can keep you from walking, sleeping through the night, golfing, playing tennis, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. The good news is this. Relief Factor makes available a three-week quick start for only $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Go to relieffactor.com to order right now. That's relieffactor.com. You're listening to Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Guys, two nights ago, the Wizards scored just 69 points as a team in Utah. Last night, Bradley Beal almost beat that by himself. 30 seconds left. Oubre is able to swipe it away. Ahead to Bradley Beal. Slam. Two hands. Oubre swiped it away from C.J. McCollum. Beal, the slam. That's the exclamation mark. 51 points. Dave Johnson, Wizards Radio, a career-high 51 for Beal. The most points ever scored by a visitor in Portland, Washington, winning 106-92. The Thunder beat the Jazz 194 after trailing by 17 in the third. Third straight win for OKC. 34 points, 13 rebounds, 14 assists for Russell Westbrook. And the Raptors outscored the Suns 126-113. 20 points apiece for Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan. Devin Booker carried off the floor in the final minutes after suffering an apparent groin injury. Steph Curry will miss at least two weeks with the right ankle injury he suffered Monday night in New Orleans. But an MRI showed no structural damage. And Chris Tapp's Porzingis should play tonight for the Knicks against the Grizzlies. He's been out with an ankle injury, and he's been sick. College Hoops, top-ranked Duke smacking St. Francis of Pennsylvania, 124-67. Number three, Michigan State, fun off Rutgers, 62-52. And number four, Villanova, too much for number 12, Gonzaga, at the Jimmy V Classic at MSG. Now eventually Tilly gets it in the low blocks. 
working on Bridges. Blocked by Bridges and brought down by Bridges. Ahead to DiVincenzo. Bounce pass to Brunson. And he finishes in transition for the Cats. Timeout, timeout, Mark Few. What a play by Bridges at both ends of the floor. Ryan Fannin and Whitey or Caucasian Rigsby on the <laughs> Villanova Sports Network. You see Bridges is dunk? No. Bridges is dunk? Yeah, no. the dunk came right before that block. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And how about Mo Bamba's dunk last the, night? Oh, yeah. I did VCU. see that one, actually. Oh. That one made its way around Twitter, and I saw that video. Almost lost. I did not see Bridges' dunk, though. <laughs> However. Should have. <laughs> All right. uh, Caucasian no, update anchor. Go for it. No Finish the update. <laughs> Gonzaga, 88-72. Ball State, stunning. Ninth-ranked Notre Dame in South Bend, 80-77. And Arizona took down number 7 Texas A&M in Phoenix, 67-64. As you were just discussing, Willie Taggart leaving Oregon after one season to replace Jimbo Fisher at Florida State. Georgia defensive coordinator Mel Tucker and Auburn D.C. Kevin Steele were to interview for a second time yesterday with Phil Fulmer for the Tennessee job. Why are you uh, snickering over there? Kevin Steele, come on. Tisk, tisk. Come on. Is that Phil's brother? <laughs> no. Is that how he knows so, so much about college football? <laughs> that Phil Steele? So. No? I don't think so. Rob Gronkowski and Steelers receiver Juju Smith-Schuster will definitely miss Week 14 after their one-game suspensions were upheld on appeal yesterday. Bengals safety Georgia Loka's appeal still pending. All three punished for illegal hits. And on ice last night, history in Los Angeles. Off the draw in the slot. Shot. Gabrick, the 94th player in history to score 400 goals. It was his second tally of the night. The highlight from Nick Nixon on Kings Radio. L.A. winning at six straight, 5-2 over Minnesota. Greg? All right, Bogus, hang on for a second because I think you yeah, want to hear Bogus, this. Hang too. on. So I do. Don't, don't run out of here like you usually do. Back to uh, I know the like, friendly confines of the newsroom and the rest of the Caucasians that <laughs> work here. Um, There's a lot of them. <laughs> just so... Uh, when I was listening to Herm Edwards yesterday, I was like, imagine if Coop was in the same situation as Herm, and he had to be introduced as a head football coach and have a press conference. So Mikey B diligently, and Coop is his security guard downstairs. We have Make Picks, who uh, is a very funny-sounding individual. So Mikey B diligently put this together yesterday. You're going to hear the introduction from the AD and then the uh, question part of the press <laughs> conference with our buddy Coop. I am proud to represent uh, ASU Athletics in announcing Security Guard Cool as our new <laughs> head football coach and indeed the conductor of this train. <laughs> no. Hey, ask me about it. Oh, you know, you into baseball. Uh, coach Timbering, CBS Sports here in town. Right last night, the statement referred to you as a CEO. Your role will be different, what you're doing, what you're not doing, compared to the way it's always been done. I don't know, man. Well, I, I, no, I, ain't gonna, I don't want to get involved with that. Can you just speak to uh, how much thought you've put into what needs to happen organizationally and the conversations with Ray and Dr. Crow? I'll deal with that later on. Uh, yes, Jeff Metcalf, Arizona Republic. Some coaches would not want to come into a place where... There may be assistant coaches that are already retained. Can you talk talk about that? <laughs> well, not him. Step. Let it go. Enjoy your family. <laughs> take, him, take him to Hollywood. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy the fruit. Don't worry about it. My name is Phil Lasman. I'm with KJZZ. 
the NPR station here. We occasionally cover sports. You talked about the fact that this is maybe more than a football hire. Do you feel that way? To me, it's a bad idea. Give on break. Don't for, for sugar to S. I ain't gonna say no more word. For sugar to, oh, I ain't gonna say it. <laughs> I'm Darius Cates. I'm AJ Kerr. The sports spectators. Are you interested in sports? It's, it, it's good. <laughs> Is that, is, there it is. Oh, wow. <laughs> the sports oh, spectators were there. <laughs> they were there asking questions. That's where they've gone. The yeah. desert. Oh, man. It's <laughs> just unbelievable. Good job, Mike. That's too funny. His <laughs> <laughs> picture. And if you know what he looks like, and we've tweeted out pictures of Coop before, but if you know what he looks like, too, with his <laughs> little jacket on up there behind the podium, you visualize that. It's even funnier. Would he be somebody sitting by the podium? Somebody got to lose away. <laughs> yeah, he's sitting asleep. He was dead asleep this morning. <laughs> I sat there. I just, when I came in, I stood and I looked at him to see how asleep he was, you know, and, and he was out. I mean, and then, and then I hit the key card and it kind of woke him up and startled him a little bit. Wow. <laughs> and that, by the way, that little clip when we had the AD, I wasn't, it wasn't even Ray. It was maybe the president. I don't know. It wasn't Ray Anderson. No, it was Ray Anderson. It was Ray Anderson? Yeah, okay. I believe it was. So with that clip of Ray Anderson, they, you heard the insertion of security guard Coop cameo from Calhoun. That's who ah, that was. A little Calhoun okay. cameo. Yeah, got him to talk. Yeah. All the way. Security guard Coop. All the way. <laughs> All the way. Um, okay, so there you have it. Uh, Pete Bellotti just said one of the things, something that I've never heard before in my life in the break. So he's coughing. In the control room, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, give him one of those. Yeah. So I said, Pete, you're right, man. Are you coming down with something? He goes, Yeah, I'm not feeling well today. I think I'm coming down with something. So I said, Might be the flu. So what do you think the response would be? Let's just have. I think you're the only one who didn't hear this. Oh, oh, geez. oh whoa! It's oh, spreading. Yeah, right. So if I said to you, Can I leave yet? Might be the flu, <laughs> right? With you with your sneeze, what would your reaction be? I uh, hope not. Right. Or uh, I probably need to get a flu shot, but I hope not. Hope not. Yeah. Exactly what I was hoping you would say. Right. <laughs> Pete, <laughs> in no uncertain terms, said, "I hope so." He goes, "I hope it's the flu." Why? Why was wrong to you, miserable person? <laughs> Why would you say that? Uh, clearly for content. <laughs> no, no, stop. No, you didn't. Come oh. on. I hope it's the flu. There was a reason why you had that instantaneous reaction of hope so. Because I've never gotten a flu shot, and this would be the time I get it. Right okay. Near, right near Christmas, and I, I would feel great heading into the holidays. <laughs> so it was a sarcastic hope so. Yes. All right. Oh. Scared me. It did man. not feel sarcastic to yeah, me. Yeah, I know. It was like, I hope so. Yeah. Didn't read that through the phlegm. That's all. <laughs> that was weak. <laughs> it sounded like you wanted the flu so you could feel worse about everything. Like you were yeah, like, you, could you know, feel a hold. Like, like, really like, I was the war. I want to feel as bad as I possibly can feel. So the flu would help me with that. No, that's not what I was thinking. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I believe you. By the way, I don't normally get the flu shot. Got the flu shot this year. Apparently, yep. it doesn't work. <laughs> Told you, you don't this? do it. Told you. Have, have you seen this? Told you don't do it. Flu shot is only like 10% effective or something like yep. that. The placebo effect helps, though. Your yeah. body thinks you You're got the flu it. shot. Oh, bull crap. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the placebo effect. Mm-hmm. Here it is. 
This year's flu vaccine may only be 10% effective, experts warn. Ten's better than zero, Greg. Yep. Well, what's the, what's the point? And again, stop listening and reading and watching to the mainstream media. That's your first problem. Oh, jeez. Okay? Mm-hmm. Just filling your head with nonsense about <laughs> science. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they have no idea what they're talking about. Okay, so, so I don't watch. Am I the only one that got the flu shot here? I got it. You got the flu shot. Did you get a flu shot? I mean, theoretically, I'm going to get it. Well, I now, just haven't gotten it yet. So that means no, you You're have not. You're not going to get it now if it's a, it's a cruddy flu shot. Again, 10's better than zero. So you're still going to get the flu if shot. If I can remember you. Okay. You were one of the guys that you got to get the flu shot. I mean, you should. I was actually waiting for it to be offered here, but I think that uh, has fallen through the cracks in our transition. Pete's laughing. Why are you laughing at that, Pete? <laughs> flu shot here. Well, it happened ha- ha- every before. year before this year. Yeah, yeah. I think they canceled that this year. I don't know. I'm, I'm being serious, actually. They, they canceled the flu well, shot. Well, the last email I remember said, we'll figure it out shortly. Well, I'll tell you, I would cancel the flu shot if I were them, too. 10% effective. What yeah. a bullcrap flu shot that is. Right. Are they going to get a new one now? Is that how that works? No, you can't. You can't get a new one? No. That's how it. are they that's that bad? You, you can't double up on it? I don't think you can take two. No. Hmm. How did you? How are you that Told bad you with the flu shot? Told not to waste your time. Nope, y'all wouldn't listen. Yeah. Told I know. You don't I should have listened man. to you. No, I should have no. listened to you. Doesn't work. Well, so far, I've been healthy. I don't know. I was in that control room with Pete Coffin, though, now. So yeah. I think I'm done. Yeah, now you're going to be miserable. I apologize. First man ever to want the flu. (laughs) He wants the flu. I still don't buy the sarcasm defense. You want the flu. He does. You definitely want the flu. You want the flu so you can stay home for a while. You miss work. Right. You know, you get it's it's right before the holidays, so you have some time to relax. You can maybe milk another day out of the flu. No, he just wants to be miserable. (laughs) He just wants to feel his bad. He needs a new battle. (laughs) And the flu is that thing? He just hopes so. I've honestly never heard that. Oh, might be the flu. Hope so. Fingers crossed for the flu. <laughs> I want 104 fever. Yeah, I want yeah. the aches, the pains, the chills. I don't want to sleep at night. Like, I might even want an IV in the hospital. I don't that's want a, it all. That's, <laughs> yes, give it to me. The more, the better. All right. Coming up next. The NBA. Fighting. Ejections. There's a lot of it. Does Brian like it or hate it? Coming right back. It's Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Ryan tries to find reasons to dislike today's NBA. No, I do not. You search for those reasons. That is so untrue. You always go back to the nostalgia that stuff. That is so untrue. Jordan wouldn't do that. I'm not trying to find they reasons. I'm defense. merely pointing out differences they in errors. Okay. What I used to watch. They play defense. <laughs> they used to fight too. They don't play defense now. <laughs> my lip jut out like that yeah. on my jaw. Yo, look, no defense. No defense. Look at those boots. Mm. I didn't see them carry nobody off the court like yeah. they did Devin Booker last night. They don't make them like they mm. used to. You hurt you growing, and you just <laughs> dealt with it. You rub some dirt on it. Or some sweat off the court. That's right. And you fine. They didn't rest. They played mm-hmm. all the games. And the sneakers all used the time. to. You, you, they used to make this great noise. And sneakers don't even make the noise anymore. <laughs> I mean, come on. So there you go. It's you, looking for reasons. How, how do you know you're gonna have grip when you get out there? So, uh, I present you this, Brian Jones. We'll get to presenting. Here it is, my presentation. It's all these ejections. 
It's the arguing amongst top players in the NBA. Mm-hmm. You had a Boogie Cousins, Kevin Durant kerfuffle, as you like to say, fracas of sorts. So, and then the refs, by the way, are just there. They put their foot down this year. They're yeah. Throwing people out to Anthony Davis. Yeah, yeah. LeBron's getting thrown out. It's getting crazy. So, is this part of the argument against today's NBA for you? Or does it tell you that, hey, you know, look, these guys, they don't like each other. I didn't like the buddy buddy stuff. Now, I mean, I'm starting to see more of that. Regular yeah, I- season's got some juice. I mean, where are you on this? I need to know. I, I'm fine with this. And, and it, it seems as though Kevin Durant in particular has really put on the heel hat. Uh, he's not getting Even along. more so. I mean, yeah. had last year, he put right. on another one. He's not getting along with anyone, and I'm fine with it. And we've seen it in the past during when I was growing up watching the game. You had teams that didn't uh, particularly like each other, and, and you knew there were going to be fisticuffs once these Teams hooked up, and you're seeing that now. What so, would be uh, a good song to play under Brian when he starts to reminisce about the NBA? Like, what would be a good like nostalgic song? Like, I feel hmm. like there's got to be. There's we are be family. <laughs> no, no. I know that would be like that era, but it has to sound like something mm-hmm. like really, really old. You know, it's <laughs> gonna be really, really. Old. Oh yeah, because it's all the old reminiscing. Mm. Hmm. I'll think about that. You think about that. Yeah. Uh, but I have no problem with that, and I'm, I'm fine with that. And, and as far as the health and the popularity of the league, yeah, it's great. Like a lot of different leagues, because you get to see everyone every night. We only got games every now and then when I was growing up, and so it was always a big event. Uh, but now you see any team you want, and you get the highlights of any team you want. We get any damn highlights. You know, Warner Wolf every morning uh, with, with uh, Werner Wolf, that is, would give you some highlights on the CBS Morning Show, but that was it. Yeah. Right. Old nostalgia, Brian, with the NBA. So it can never be good again. It can be good. I didn't say it's not good. <laughs> I'm just partial to back when I was watching it. <laughs> <laughs> you know when I watch the NBA? Guys cared. They didn't make millions of dollars uh, all the time. Cam Calloway? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Back to the 20s, the roaring 20s. Yeah, I used to have to sit on the street corner (laughs) with a cup during the Great Depression. Who won last night? (laughs) We'd yell down. Hold on, let me look in the paper. (laughs) Paper? We didn't have papers. (laughs) I used to just yell out and hopefully somebody would answer us. That's the way things were. (laughs) It was... There's nobody better than Scotty Pippen. He did it all, man. He did it all. Guys didn't like each other. Ray, we could say his name now. This answer the tuta, tuta, tuta. Yeah, who are these people? Yeah. Or someone from Greece? What's up with Jordan? Who wants to watch Irving. a? Who wants to watch a Greek play yeah, basketball? You got all these foreigners out here. The only thing taking up space, taking up. Jobs. The only thing I've ever seen a Greek do is sit on a corner and sip coffee. Yeah, exactly. Are you kidding me? Spanish gossa. Gossel. <laughs> Spaniards. Gas. Spaniards are in the NBA yeah. now. Oh. Come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go be a conquistador somewhere yeah. and leave our right. sport alone. Go bullfight or something. Uh. There's even a, that's a good one. That's a good song. There's even a, like a slower one. It's one I used to play when this guy would call, this 90-year-old guy would call up in Pittsburgh. 
and I forget the name of it, but it's a it's a Benny Goodman song. It just sounded so perfect, mm. like a reminiscing thing. I could try to check it out in a break, but see, I I think you resist your NBA love. I think you would just be. I like the NBA. I enjoyed watching the finals uh, last week or last week. If you, it's it's a professional. <laughs> they had the finals already. That was a short season. You look at the NBA <laughs> as an obligation. <laughs> well, you, you would too if you were me and you saw those '90s Bulls. <laughs> I missed the tight shorts. <laughs> we had guys named Tiny, Tiny Archibald. And now look at the names of these guys. Lonzo. Yeah, I mean, come on. We used to have Alonzos, but yeah. Lonzo. <laughs> I mean, we had Sticky Lou. <laughs> Sticky Lou Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even Sticky. Man. You got sticky fingers these days. All these guys would do is play basketball and have sex. That was it. That's it. Do Will a, Chamberlain. Do a bump every now and then. <laughs> and so, I've heard of Lou Jackson. <laughs> That's that. Come on. Mike kept it real. Mikey B's least favorite thing that you do is poo-poo the NBA today, I'm I not poo-pooing the NBA. Oh, you're a poo-pooer. You're no. definitely a poo-poo. You got poo-poo everywhere. Yeah, poo-poo platter for you. Yeah, you, got, you definitely have That's pretty good. A poo-poo, poo-poo platter. platter. Yeah, you definitely have. <laughs> at uh, Trader Vic's. I mean, other than completely disrespecting you and screaming curse words at you every morning, is the this NBA. This is worse. This is worse, yeah. Yeah, this is right I, to my wh- heart. When was the last time I derided the NBA? Last time we talked about it. <laughs> Mike, you mean that's a lie. We were rest. <laughs> that I'm gonna always uh, be against that this rest thing. Come on, you should be too. You yeah. don't get any rest. Oh, what? Do you? No. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> they had a technical situation and there just happened. So Pete lost his computer, so they had to figure that out. So oh. he was. That's why. That's why I wasn't paying yeah, attention. To be honest. Yeah. So. They have to figure that out. We can oh, no okay. longer engage with All them right, as, they, as they figure. See you guys. We'll be in here. Yeah. Have a uh, good time. All right. I, the only problem I have with the NBA is the whole rest thing. That's it. And, yes, we got into no, a tip and tip about right. players today are better than the players were back then. And I'm making up stuff that I didn't see when I actually <laughs> saw it. And I have my beliefs and you have yours. And we're never going to come to an agreement on it. So we agree to disagree. Well, nothing wrong with that. I mean, I'm not as disrespectful about years I'm gone by as, as you are I'm, about today's NBA. I'm not being disrespectful. You were, and then your sidekick had to run in here showing me the standings from 1985 and talking about Wait the bad second. teams. You're my sidekick. Well, your <laughs> spokesperson. How about that? No, I was kidding. That was supposed to be an insult to you, and you were supposed to get mad at me. It didn't work. I'm getting mad. At you you weren't anymore. supposed to agree I with me. I was supposed to get mad. Uh, what? Who bogus? You were saying? Yeah. Well, you were making dumb Standing. points. That was not a dumb point. It you was. can have bad teams and still have great players. But your point was that it was more competitive back then, and it was it not. Was. No, it wasn't. It's See where we went through that. No, it was. No, we went through it that. Was it was disproved. Best. Have you watched the game this year? It was. It was. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, stop I know you're man, too let well. Let me get the live first. I you too well, man. I swear. <laughs> can I get I, uh, the can I get Gladys the... needs a tip on when you're telling the truth or not. I can give her a couple. Can I get the lie out first before you start laughing? <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to laugh right in the middle of it. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> you see the game that you? Yes. <laughs> Indeed, I have. Yeah. Any more questions? Your Honor? Yeah. Uh, so now what? <laughs> but I've given you that fact. <laughs> no more tough questions. I thought we could talk to them. Well, I thought you were dealing with an issue. Well, Pete's figuring it out. Uh, all right. Pete's working on uh, it. No, Mike. I am not. Okay. So there you go. Okay. You still hate on it. I, no, I don't hate on it. Mm-hmm. I've seen you portions would love of it. games. You would love it. Portions. You would be all in. All it's a great it's it's really at its it's, it's pinnacle <laughs> right now. It is. <laughs> I really do believe that. I'm not That's kidding. Fun. I think it's that the fun. NBA is great. It's fun out of all the leagues right now that we talk about the mm-hmm. most. It is the healthiest out of all. I would agree with that. One hundred percent. Okay. Yes. Good. All right. Good. Well, I'm with you there. Wow. I only took that. Well, all right. I'm with you. It's in a good place. It's in a great place. Superstars in a few places. Yeah. It's good. Would be you place. We're not used to watch. Wow, there was a superstar in every city. Yep, there were superstars coming off the bench. Yep, actually, they didn't even have benches. Nope, <laughs> they just played with five. Played <laughs> the whole forty-eight minutes. They sit on tacks until they were called into the game <laughs> to toughen them up. So what they do? <laughs> Coming up next, NFL head coach coaching carousel. It's going to be ugly. Gio and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 